The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. Unless you're a scared little baby person who can't handle a little spooky Halloween fun. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by our patrons like Aaron Huey who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get your patron-only bonus story stickers and more. Sign up today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. Good evening. This is Will You Know Who, and this is the 2021 Halloween edition of That Story Show. Hey! This is That Story Show, people! Hallelujah! You're watching! Hey, who's cooking pizza? I turned into a bat. I flew into this tweet. I was <laughs> I left her some guano. <laughs> hey, podcast people, this is That Story Show, where we bring your real-life stories into the spotlight. This is episode 394. I forgot to be spooky. <laughs> Brought to you the week of October 28th, 2021. <laughs> I am your host. My name is James Kennison, and my good friend is here. Hello, I'm John. <laughs> And I was working in the lab late one night. Oh, no. When my eyes beheld an eerie sight. No. When my monster from his table began to arise, and suddenly, to my surprise, he did the mash. Oh, the monster mash. It isn't great. Yeah. That's me and my wife's song. Did you know Is that? it really? It is, the monster I mash. Did not. Yeah. Did you guys dance to that and everything? And what? No, no. Um, we just decided when we were dating, since we didn't have a song, we needed to pick one. And why not the monster mash? So, that is brilliant. That's our song. Wow. <laughs> that's your song. So what do you think about my intro? I worked really hard on it. That was incredible. <laughs> I am jazzed. I feel like that should be like an annual thing that we do. Yeah, I think so too. I agree. Like the, the Simpsons spooky treehouse of horror that they've been doing for what, 35 years or yeah, whatever? Yeah, yeah. Except ours will be awesomer and probably won't go for 35 years, but... Who knows? It might. Oh, 15 is not bad. <laughs> you know, we're halfway there. Well, yeah. anyway, we always start with a story, and I'm so glad to do it. This is called Killer Cul-de-Sac <laughs> from Brian C. in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Easily the spookiest city in oh, Tennessee. That is the spookiest Chattanooga all over the world, I think. I've got a pretty scary story for you, says Brian C. It was the night before trash day. <laughs> Oh, that's the scariest day of all. (laughs) As the case with most homes, somebody is responsible for gathering all the trash, putting it in the can, and taking it to the curb. This particular evening, it was my son's job. After he took the trash, we settled in the living room and watched a movie. Just a quiet evening at home. Everything sounds so spooky. Anyway, after the movie went off, my son went to bed, and my wife and I decided to go ahead and get ready for bed as well. As we were turning in, I remembered that she was still alive, so I killed her. No. 
as we were takes <laughs> as we were turning in i remembered that there were some leftovers in the fridge and that needed to be tossed out the entrails of our neighbor <laughs> oh wow <laughs> the entrails of our neighbor's dog so because because that's better than what i said <laughs> yeah that's not so I, I went to the kitchen and gathered up everything and ran out to the curb. It was getting pretty late, and as I stepped outside, I couldn't help but notice that the neighborhood was eerily quiet. And I walked out to the curb, I put the trash in the can, and as I did, I let a familiar rumbling in my I felt a familiar rumbling in my stomach that I only that only meant one thing. There was there was going to be a pretty impressive gas bubble working its way down and out. <laughs> I started That's walking scary. back down the driveway, and I let it go, and it was loud, and it was almost loud enough to create an echo in our cul-de-sac. In some other <laughs> circumstance, I might have been proud to produce something with such volume, but little did I know that as soon as I turned to go back in the house, my neighbor across the street was also making her way to her trash can to get rid of some last-minute garbage. And she didn't see me, and I didn't see her, but she definitely heard me. And as soon as the deafening sound left my body, I heard a scream come from across the street. No <laughs> I guess a loud fart from an unknown source in the middle of the night is a pretty scary event. Thankfully, she threw her trash in the can and ran back inside, yeah. allowing me to avoid an incredibly awkward interaction. Otherwise, I was just going to have to yell across the street, uh, sorry, we had Mexican food for dinner. Brian C. <laughs> blaming it on Mexican food. From Chattanooga, Tennessee. <laughs> that was scary. That was scary. I don't know that I've ever been scared by the sound of a fart before, <laughs> but that's... Brian's neighbor has... Brian's neighbor, yeah. Out of the middle of the night spoke the scariest sound of all. My bottom has a demon in it. It must come out. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, it's time for Weekly Rewind. Yay! All right, I have a scary story for you. Happened a couple of weeks ago, but it still counts. I was at an Italian restaurant, and this restaurant only served one thing, and I didn't know that before I got there. They only served calzones. Calzones? Yes! Well, that's like that's like going to a pizza place that just serves pizza. Yeah, but this place was in the artsy-fartsy part of town. Uh-oh. Yeah. St. Were Louis, they like tofu, they, calzones They and like stuff? all kinds of stuff. Well, I didn't know what to order. My wife offered to help me, and I said, no, I got this. And I read something that said it had applewood smoked bacon in it, and that sounded good enough for me. So I ordered mm. the Figgy Piggy calzone. <laughs> for real? Yes. That's what it was called? That's what it was called. <laughs> and I sat down, and I waited, and when I got my order... I was horrified by what I found because I opened up the calzone by cutting into it because I had to ask how to eat the darn thing. And um, it's like a sandwich, just like a pizza sandwich. I just like dip cut it up and, and dip it in the sauce and eat it. And I took a bite and I sped it out because the insides were black, I tell you, black. Black as 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 ink. Black as as cooked figs. Oh it was, no. it was a it was a freaking fig calzone, people. 
I didn't even know what a calzone was, and I ordered the worst possible one ever. I don't even know how I did it, but it, I ordered it. I said the words Figgy Piggy, and it never got through to my brain that I ordered the nastiest calzone ever. Matter of fact, I told the lady who was helping us, serving us, she's like, what's wrong, hon? And I said, first of all, don't call me hun. Second of all, I got a fig. I got figs in my freaking calzone. And she goes, ugh. <laughs> she said, ugh. She did at her own restaurant. <laughs> and they were cooked and they were gross. And what I ended up doing is scraping oh, out man. the whole inside and just eating the crust and the and the cheese. But I, and, and, my my wife, the whole time, she's like, I you should have just let me order for you. And I'm like, I know. Uh, I know. You're right, dear. You're right. 100% always. It was terrifying. It was gross. Oh. It was nasty. And my wife ate all the figs off my plate. They were, oh, they were, see, I, uh, I would have eaten that. I, that sounds kind of good to me. But, see, you belong you know, here. You I don't. Okay. <laughs> you need well, to- if there was cheese on it, I probably would not have eaten it. But, oh. you know, just because... You belong here. That's that's all I'm saying. You you we mm. should switch places. I'll go to the land of baked potatoes and French fries and and mm. uh, and 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 shrimp boils and all that kind of stuff. And you can come out here, and mm. you can experience the okay. hipster lifestyle of of, well, of my city. I mean, we got hipsters around here too, mm. and we got artsy fartsy places to eat. They only, but I just don't go to them. They only think they are. They don't. That's they live right. In Georgia, how how they're not toity can you be? If you hey man, we got people from all over the world coming over here to m- film movies and stuff. Yeah, that's true. So that's true. they bring their menus with them. <laughs> I guess they do. Well, anyway, <laughs> I don't know. I just oh calzones. I'm off them for life. Um, oh, I'm sorry that you had a bad experience with us. So weird. The only experience pocket. I had with them previously was watching it on Parks and Rec and homeboy that liked calzones and made an apple pie calzone. And um, who was that? Was that Tom? not Tom? No. Uh, what's her name? Jerry? Husband. She married him. Spoiler oh, oh uh, Chris Traeger? No, the other one. Oh. His partner. The nerdy oh, one. Oh, okay. I forgot a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. He's a funny guy. Name. I forgot yeah. his name. <laughs> I forgot his character name. That's the, that's yeah, the worst I did part. Too. <laughs> I don't know his actor name either. That's embarrassing. Uh, so okay. anyway, that's mine. What you got, bro? <laughs> well, I've got something scary, too. Ooh. Spooky scary. All right. You see, here in, here in Georgia in the south, out in the semi-rural area, and I say semi-rural because uh, it's... We got so many people moving in, it's just turning into another city. But anywho, it's not uncommon to drive down our roads and see roadkill, be it a dead trash panda or an oversized rat. Oh. Or, Ugh. and I, by oversized rat, I mean possum. Oh, okay. The, <laughs> we don't, we don't, we, yeah. You, you've seen possums before, yeah, right? Yeah, they're, just, they're oversized rats. They look like they're enormous right. rats with scary faces. And or or armadillos, you know, that we find those. But every now and then you'll even see a deer right. that had been unfortunately uh, hit by a vehicle and and thrown into the to the the wayside there and for its corpse to be eaten by the birds and other. It's natural, folks. It's natural. It's natural. It's nature. 
Beautiful. I'm, well, it's not really natural for a car to hit a, a deer, but, <laughs> no, you know, it's but the, eating the circle part, of life. The, yeah. the flesh eating and ripping part, that's natural. Yeah. That's nature. It's nature, and it, and it is gross. It's disgusting. <laughs> uh, we fortunately have a, a good department of whoever picks up the dead animals. God bless them, and thank you if you're having to listen to Lynn and be one of them. Um, they usually pick them up in a couple of days. And but, make furniture out of them. Yeah, they take them to the local barbecue place and uh, <laughs> make food out of them. Yeah, I'm <laughs> just kidding. Calzones. Calzones. Yeah, <laughs> it's a roadkill calzone. Gonna love it. Um, well, on my way to and from work, there happened to be a, a dead deer uh, on the side of the road, and and the first time I saw it, I didn't think anything of it, except that it was kind of peculiar that it would be there. And then the second time I saw it, I noticed that the deer didn't have a head. Oh! Somebody had hit the deer and then cut the deer's head off. No way! I did you not. And so it sat in the front of this person's kind of yard for um, over a week, I think it was, without a head. And, Fre- freaking and rednecks, only- man! It's, ex- <laughs> it's exactly what it is. Because, so... Like a lot of times, if a person hits a deer here, they're like, "Oh, you know, I'm, it's it's free meat. If I hit it, I'm gonna throw it in the back of my truck, and there right. it is." But this dude, or <laughs> possibly not, um, decided, you know, that head will look real good on the side of wall in my house. Yeah, it must have had some antlers. That thing. Yeah. It did. It must have because it was uh, it was just about deer hunting. I guess it is deer hunting season. I don't know because I obviously don't. What do that. a poser! Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm really? The story this guy's gonna tell—he's probably the same guy with the suit up Nero on yeah. the back of his truck. Yeah. Um, but he, I, I'm just thinking the story he's gonna tell. You know, yeah, I was out in the woods for 22 hours. Yeah, up and in this a tree butt comes running across, and I got him. <laughs> I got him when I didn't have no more bullets left. How come he looks so surprised though? <laughs> well, he—I jumped down from the tree to get him. <laughs> Cause I my gun jammed and I just cut that thing's head right off <laughs> with my with my hunting knife. Gosh. Somebody so, literally did that though. That's what's so jacked up. Is they're like, yeah. do we got the machete? Yeah, of course we always do. We never leave home without it. All right, let's do this. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe it was a fake deer. It oh. wasn't, but I'd like <laughs> to think that it was, and think that you know, hey. They just were getting ready for the spooky season, and uh, that's <sighs> why there was a headless deer. Uh, I think there's a headless deer ghost running around Noonan somewhere. There is, and, and he can't yeah. even tell his story. No. He just has to go. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the only sound that would come out from the severed holes on his yeah. severed head. And he can, he can pound on the ground with his hooves and stuff and <laughs> whatnot, but yeah. Well, I hope that the headless deer haunts whoever cut its head off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dad gummit. Dad gum. That that just ticks me off. Cause I at my heart, you know, was born as a redneck. And uh that's cheating. That's cheating it, big it's time. It's cheating, yeah. It is. Totally cheating. Or or you know what? It might have been one of the hipsters in town that's that's probably what it is. It's it was a, a hipster that doesn't go deer hunting, but they know that they need to fit in. So what they did is they, they accidentally hit this deer, and they thought, well, 
I've got to score some points with my neighbors, so I'm going to take the steer head. This has been the retail story, thank you, from John. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of retailing things, hey, um, we're we're running a contest right now, a little contest between you and me, trying to get to 100 patrons by the end of December, and it's a spooky kind of thing, because if (laughs) you make it to 100... uh, Thing I will cut off my own head. <laughs> no, I will. Wait sh- a second. I'll shave, shave my head. <laughs> Sorry, I that will. would be scary. A razor will touch my head, but n- not not my neck or anything like that. That would be gross. You're gonna shave it to the skin. I am, man. Oh, you'd be bald. I'm bald. taking it to bald. And uh, so Chris Tipton helped us out this week. He became a five dollar patron, and we thank you, Chris. Thanks, and um, so so we have uh, a total of 74 supporters, only 26 to go by the end of December. So that's kind of exciting, unless you're me. And me, I'm hoping, I'm, I'm going to actually say uh, only 24 to go until the 24. end of December. Yeah, yeah, only 24. That way okay. you know, we get the support and I don't have to cut my hair. It's great. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you what I am going to a- do, though, is... The, uh, the, the, we're going to give away the bonus content that we do for patrons. We're going to give that away this week. So, oh. yeah, because I have a feeling we had so many stories come in for this episode. I don't think we're going to get them all in the episode. And so they're going to bleed over into the uh, after show. And okay. I want people to get an, a chance to hear them all. So go to patreon.com slash that story show and look up uh, episode. Uh, what is it? 394. 394. And look up stories that wouldn't fit on the show. And you can listen to it for free uh, for one week only. And, and, and it serves two purposes. It gives uh, uh, all our storytellers a chance to be heard. And it also gives you a chance to hear what you're missing out on if you're not supporting the show. So there you go. Yeah. We got an iTunes We really review. let our hair down, don't we? Yeah, we that. do. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was going to play uh, joke drum, but everything's scary today. So. It's scary. Oh, that was a scary bad joke. Yes. <laughs> um, we have an iTunes review from Benny. He says, I love this. It's the best. It's the best podcast. You are my favorite. This is my favorite podcast. You think it's his favorite podcast, John? I think it is. I think it is, I, too. Either that or he's just a really good liar. Yeah, it could be. Well, it's time for us to do this. Quiznos. Quiznos. Where we quiz what you know. All right. Our friend Jacob sent in a wonderful Halloween themed uh, quiz for us, actually. Are you okay, John? Yeah, I'm sorry. I just got choked up for a second there. Wow. It's, it's kind of scary how, how choked up I got. <laughs> spooky, even. Spooky. Just, yeah. Glad you didn't <clears throat> die on the show. That would definitely. Go down in, 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 in history. So we got a quiz. And uh, question number one of our Halloween-themed quiz is, what is the most popular Halloween candy as of 2020? Is it Snickers, Candy Corn, Reese's Cups, Cow Tails, or Dots? Well, I'm going to say Dots because I love Dots. But yeah. I think it's really Reese's Cups. But I'm going to say Dots because I love Dots. So. As of 2020? Yeah. They don't know the most, for this year. So, you know. Well, okay. Last year. So, I'm going to go with the old standard 
one that nobody really likes, but everybody buys, and that is candy corn. Candy corn. All right. Okay. And question number two. In the movies, It, uh, based on the novel by Stephen King, how many members does the Losers Club have? Four, five, six, or seven? I'm going to guess five. I've read the book, and I've seen the movies, and hmm. I can't really remember. But. Well... Okay. Um, well, given that I it's, haven't read the books, it's not okay to look at the, the chat room right now. <laughs> okay, I'm not looking at the chat room, but I, I, if I were, I would, I would have to say a different answer, obviously, because, because I would feel guilty in right. my soul. But I'm. What did you say? Six. I said five. I, well, I'm gonna say six. Okay, because uh, you're a good, yeah. you're a good sport. The the chat room is spamming. No spamming the answers, chat room. Anyway, number three, Zero from The Nightmare Before Christmas has a red nose. True or false? I'm going to say false because he has a pumpkin for a nose. And so it okay. has to be orange. Man, I also have not seen Nightmare Before <gasps> Christmas. Really? It's good. It's really good. I know good. it's a Tim Burton uh, thing. And it's so and good. I, I, I may have seen it a long, long time ago, but... Oh. It just is is a mixture of two holidays that I I it just just seems wrong to me. So I'm going to say he doesn't have a red nose All either right. because you seem to know, and I'm going to copy. Yeah, yeah, he has a little pumpkin, a little pumpkin for a nose. Is Zero a dog or, or he what? is a ghost of a dog? A ghost of a dog. Okay. Yeah, you got to see that, John. You do. Okay. It's really great. All right. All in right. in the Great Pumpkin, it. Charlie Brown. Who says who, or who stays in the pumpkin patch with Linus? Is it Charlie Brown, Sally, Lucy, or no one? I'm, I don't know, but I'm going to say no one. I do know, and I know she's got blonde hair, and I'm pretty sure her name is Sally because Lucy is the jerk who always pull. I'm sorry. Lucy's the one who always <laughs> pulls the football away, and she's a punk. Yeah. And anyway, she's, it's going to be Sally. I've seen that one okay. many times. All right. Very cool. Number five, what is the most popular costume for Halloween? What was it in 2020? A, a clown, B, a dinosaur, C, a witch, D, a ghost. Oh, this is a guess for me. So I'm going to say a dinosaur. I like I'm going to say a clown. All right. And um, the next one, what was the name of the girl that played, uh, played by Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween? Uh man, it's been a while. Oh, I saw that in my rebellious teens after I moved out of the house, <laughs> and I don't know. I haven't seen that one at all either. Helen, Laurie, Annabelle, or Christine? Well, it can't be Christine because that's the name of a car that came to life. Yeah, um, Annabelle's the name of a scary doll. Yeah, I'm gonna say Helen. Helen. Yeah. Yeah. Was it Hannah? Wait, wait. Helen. Helen, Laurie, uh, Laurie. Annabelle, or Christine? I'm going to say Laurie. Okay. Just because. Just because. How many books by Stephen King have been made into movies? A20, B30, C40, or D60? I'm going to say B30 because there's a lot. I'm going to say all of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to go with B. Okay. What, what was that, 30? 30, 30 yeah. Uh, number eight, how many times do you have to say the name Beetlejuice in the movie Beetlejuice to summon him? Two, three, five, or ten? I'm going to say three, 
because that's the answer. I do know that one. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Yes. Oh, no, there's a weird... Oh, no, what did you do? Types. I said his name three times. Oh, hey, no. Hey, everybody. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> what? I don't remember what he said. I don't I'm the ghost with the most. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> what, is, what animal is associated with Candyman? Uh, An animal? Cat, cats? Yeah, what animal? Cats, roaches, bees, or snakes? I know this one. It is oh, yep. bees. Bees. All yep. right. I'm yeah. saying that too because one, it's on the poster. One time, um, one time, uh, we were gonna go to the movies. Me and my my two B wife, and we uh, we saw Candyman instead of what we told our parents we were gonna see. Which oh, was, <laughs> what'd you tell your parents? I you're think it was see? All Dogs Go to Heaven, but I'm not sure. <laughs> Something. What else. a replacement! Wow. Yeah. <laughs> So number 10, which of these movie franchises has the most movies? A, Halloween, B, Leprechaun, C, Friday the 13th, or D, Nightmare on Elm Street? This is hard because Halloween just had like two added on. Leprechaun's probably got five. Friday the 13th yeah. is going to be my guess, though. Yeah, same. I think okay. they've got a billion of those. All right, let's see what the answers are. Question number one is uh what was the most popular halloween candy a snickers we got none oh, of it wrong man. neither one Bad nobody news. likes candy corn why did i even guess uh oh uh, i just because they still sell it number two in the movie it how many kids are there the answer is d7 thanks chat room for cheating. oh man well, I promise you, I didn't look at the chat room. So. <laughs> How could you not? I I was seeing it popped up there over and over and over. Anyway, zero. Does he have a red nose or not? The answer is B, false, because he has a little pumpkin nose. So hey, I got one right. Yay! In um the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, who stays in the pumpkin patch with Linus? Number four. So- is Sally. You are correct, John. She was so upset. She was so upset that he, you know, made her stay out there. Oh, except it was her choice. Not a big fan of Charlie Brown cartoons. They, Mm. they're they're all kind of creepy to me, but (laughs) really? Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Just from childhood. What's the most popular costume for Halloween in 2020? I said a clown. You said a dinosaur. The answer. No, you said a dinosaur. I said a clown. I said a clown. No, I'm just kidding. I, I said dinosaur. <laughs> We're so quick there. We were uh, both right, weren't we? C, a witch. A witch? Yeah, a oh, witch. Come on. Yeah. That's so cliche. So cliche. I was a witch last year. Why does everybody have to copy me? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I wasn't. Man, we're doing bad on this. I know, this is terrible. <laughs> we're bad at Halloween. What is, the, what is the name of the girl played by Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween? Uh, I said Helen, you said Laurie, Laurie, and I say Laurie weird. Um, it's B. Laurie! Yeah, John! Right. Never even seen 100% it. 100% guessed it. And how many books by Stephen King have been made into movies? Five million. Sixty films 60 60 wow films. no wonder he's got a billion dollars because the royalties oh 60 goodness i didn't even know he wrote 60 books no he's written a t- he writes a book a year man that guy's crazy he writes so many 
and the, you wow. count remakes and and all that stuff. That's crazy. How many times do you have to say Beetlejuice? You have to say it B three times. Ding three. ding ding. Oops, sorry, I cut that one short. Um, what animal is associated with Candyman? It is B C exactly. Yes. And which of these movie franchises had the most movies? This one I really want to know. It is C Friday the Thirteenth. We were both oh. right. Yes. <laughs> I think they have way more than 13. Yeah, yeah, they ran out of ideas a long time ago, and they just started over. So thank you for that quiz. We appreciate it. And uh, Jacob, you're the man. And now we shall move forward into the featured stories. All right, these featured stories are sponsored by BetterHelp.com. What interferes with your happiness? Is something preventing you from achieving your goals? BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can connect in a safe and private online environment, and you can start communicating in under four, 24 hours. It's that just that convenient. Send a message to your counselor anytime, and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule a weekly video or phone sessions. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free for you to change counselors if needed. It's convenient, professional, and affordable. I want you to start living a happier life today. And as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at BetterHelp.com slash ThatStoryShow. So join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. That's BetterHelp.com, BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash ThatStoryShow. And thanks, BetterHelp, for your support of this special episode of That Story Show. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Let's do some stuff, all right? We've got a special voicemail called Spooky Stories with Jerry, and it goes a little something like this. And now it's time for Spooky Stories with Jerry, the part of the show where Jerry comes out and tells a spooky story. So, without further ado, here's Jerry. Hi, everybody. My name is Larry. I mean, Jerry. (laughs) Silly mistake there. Once upon a time, I had a friend, and his name was Bob. I mean, Rob. And he was a tomato. And he went out with his friend Juliet, the jalapeno, and their other friend, Arnold, the avocado. Well, they were having a swell time when they accidentally happened to run into a hungry human. He had some potato chips with him. Except they weren't potato chips. He had some Tostito chips with him. Uh Well, let's just say that Rob and Juliet and Arnold, the avocado, are not with us anymore. Oh, no. What happened? That was not quite what we were expecting. <laughs> Tune in next week when you'll hear Jerry say, What? They're like compost by now. Seriously, I don't... Oh, shut up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant. I don't know who did that. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> oh, man. Only, only you could write a scary story that... <laughs> 
that has nothing wrong with it. You know, it's just just some harmless vegetables. Just it was scary. It was scary. They turned them into guacamole. <laughs> Arnold the avocado. I mean. You know. Yeah, I, I got gotcha. you. You see a big, huge avocado walking down the street, you're going to turn him into guacamole. I'm yeah, sure. especially if it's talking and has friends. You I, know? I probably wouldn't do that. And I had a bag That's of chips. Of... I'd be like, yeah, yeah. I'm getting on that. All and right. you guys get in the van. We got a story. <laughs> John's While John's cleaning out the van for future <laughs> residences, Uh, James Wyman has sent us a story called Wolf Wallop. One time back in college, my girlfriend, now my wife, and I were studying Uh together in my room in the the big old house that I was renting with some other college students. At some point, she got up to go to the bathroom, which was just across the hall from my room. And it was almost Halloween, and I had a scary wolf mask with thick fur and shiny eyes. And she hadn't seen this yet. So, being so close to Halloween, I figured a good scare would be just what the doctor ordered. (laughs) As soon as the bathroom door shut, I donned the mask, I turned off the hallway lights, and I crept halfway down the stairway right outside the door. With the sound of the flush and the hand washing, I readied to leap. (laughs) Creak went the door, and out came my girlfriend. She sees movement down the hallway or down the stairway, and her eyes bulge at the sight of a six-foot-tall wolf. And my sight suddenly goes white, and my knees suddenly buckle, and I grasp for the handrail so as not to fall back down the stairs. Because she hadn't screamed. She hadn't even run. She had open palms slapped me right in the head. And <laughs> my sight eventually returned, and she eventually forgave me, uh, but I learned not to try to scare her ever again, at least not without a helmet. James <laughs> Wyman. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. You know, they, they say that there's that fight or flight response. Yeah, yeah. I guess he's got a fighter. <laughs> that's amazing. He married a fighter. Yeah, he, he knew going into that then, doesn't he? I want to I want to go I want to walk behind somebody like that in a haunted house. That's Yes. That, yeah, just slapping everybody. Protect me. Protect me. I I've never gone in a haunted house. Yeah. And there used to be this big massive one in Atlanta and I'd have friends with, "Hey, we got to go to Neverland or whatever it was called." Uh I just I'm just not interested. Yeah. Well, I I had never been you know, drawn into it until I had people that worked for me in my children's church that uh, did it as a job. Like they got paid. Oh, wow. And so they're like, you got to come and see us. And I'm like, okay. And I screamed like a little girl through the entire thing (laughs) to the point that the people that knew me heard me coming. Then they heard me while I was there and they started laughing and they laughed the entire time I was going through the maze because that's all it is basically is a maze yeah. with little switchbacks and stuff. All yeah. over the place, and right. I just screamed the entire time. I think I had no voice left. And they laughed and laughed. They said they couldn't even do their job properly because they were laughing so hard. So, <laughs> see, that's what you do. You got to go through it like that so that they they can you know. I was a, I was easy. I makes was, it less scary. I can't handle jump scares. I just can't do it. Like I like spooky video games, but I can't handle Five Nights at Freddy's. You know, because it jump oh. scares you. It's just terrible. Yeah. 
Anyway, we got a story from Stephen Forrester. It's a it's a voicemail. It's called Scaring Mom, and it goes a little something like this. Hey, James and John, this is Stephen Forrester. Got a Halloween-themed hey. story today that happened uh, just before Halloween in 2014. I was engaged yeah. at the time. My fiancé and I were uh, working on our soon-to-be house that we'd be moving into after we got married and just doing some maintenance on it and getting things all set up for uh, the wedding less than a month to go. And my parents were coming over to help us with a couple of things, and we knew that. And I happened to have uh, just a few things moved in already, just some miscellaneous stuff, including some Halloween costumes, actually. And in what would be the master bedroom, when you opened uh, my closet door, the carpet had not been nailed down. Uh, the carpet could actually be peeled back to reveal a trap door Yikes. where you could actually oh. go down underneath the floor and Yikes. work on the furnace or the ductwork or put some That's things in storage cool. down there. So just before my parents came over, I grabbed the most disgusting, mutilated, nasty-looking Halloween mask you've ever seen in your life on, <laughs> and I went down and through, through the trap door and hid in the closet my fiance lets my parents in they came in and she's like oh hey mom can you come in the bedroom Stephen wanted to show you something we had a little problem in the closet <laughs> oh, she's so complicit my mom in there and just as mom opens the closet door I jump out and go <laughs> and I scared her so badly I think she rededicated her life to Christ about four or five times it was, <laughs> it was so funny we, we laughed and laughed Mom ran out of the room screaming. It took her oh, probably man. 10, 15 seconds to compose herself and pull it back together that that had been a prank. Oh. So, yeah, I didn't get any Christmas presents that year, but it nope. was a great joke. So, she hope wrote you guys have a great too. Halloween weekend and hope to meet you guys at uh, NorthexCon one day. God That's bless. right. Oh, right on. Man, oh, man, oh, man. <laughs> That's so wrong. It's so perfect, Scare though. Scare your mom. Having a trap door in your closet? How could you not use it for nefarious purposes, cool. you know? That's pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, you have to. Totally. And 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 the wife was in on it, the future spouse. I love that. Yeah. Hey, Steven. So far, these spice spouse spices, <laughs> these spouses have been pretty awesome so far. The spouses are scaring and <laughs> spicy spouses. <laughs> I don't know what I don't either. Oh, man. Well, I, we've got a great story uh, about a very sheltered child and, and Halloween. Mm. Always makes a great combination. So uh, take it away, John. All right. This comes to us from Stephen in Alabama. This is the horrible haunted hayride. So as it goes, this is the story of my first ever haunted hayride. As a child, I was very sheltered. My parents were hardcore Southern Baptists. <laughs> no bad movies, music, TV, or media of any kind were allowed. James, I think you can relate I, to this I based can. on what you've told. Yeah. Yep. Uh, this meant that when it came to Halloween, we did not participate. Mm -mm. Never dressed up, never trick-or-treated, and never, ever watched Harry Potter. Above all. <laughs> Above all, which isn't really a Halloween movie or no, anything like that. No, it's not. It's Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, when it came to exposure to scary things, I was very unprepared. When I was in middle school, one of my childhood best friends, who uh, was a very bad influence on me based on my parents' standards, uh, invited me to a hayride at his house. At the time, I was about 11 years old. They had a giant field behind their house. There was plenty of room for, for this to be set up and stuff. If my parents had only known what was to come... I would not have been allowed to go. <laughs> to start things off, they drove us to a cemetery that was nearby to set the mood. Uh, it mm. Definitely worked on me. 
And then we came back to their field where we began the hayride of horror. <laughs> that just has to have that in there. Um, they pulled up to they pulled up to a horse trailer that had something inside making noise. It was dark, so I couldn't really see what was inside. Eventually, you could make out that it was people locked inside, oh, no. and they were trying to get out, oh. and they were rattling the trailer violently, and I was terrified of what might be there, uh, trying to desperately get out. After a minute or two, the door busted open, and they came running out at us and demanded... <laughs> In demonic pig masks. Oh no! <laughs> These demonic pig masked people. Needless to say, with my lack of experience in the terror department, I had a small repertoire of reactions. <laughs> this is so eloquently written. Yeah. I love it. I only had a few things I knew how to do at this point. So I, I don't know how to react to terrible <laughs> and scary things. So uh, I started screaming. Like I would. And have. I. Didn't stop until the evil pig demon beings returned to their cage. <laughs> the unfortunate part of this was that I was the only one that was freaking out. <laughs> That's so great. And in fact, I was the only one that was scared at all. <laughs> Everyone else on the ride was laughing at my reaction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Steven. I probably would have been laughing with them. I would have been I would have been Steven. That's the thing. <laughs> I was <laughs> this is my life story being spilled out here. Oh. Oh, so there were scared. a few other stops. It it doesn't stop here. That's uh. it, there's more to the story. Uh there were a few other stops along the ride that didn't bother me as much, but the last stop was the reason I don't forget this hayride from Hades. <laughs> We pulled around a bunch of trees, and the Halloween movie theme oh, song no. starts playing. Is uh-huh. that the one that goes? Okay. On top of that, they have these strobe lights going, and this made everything even more intense. Plus, our vision was distorted because we were in pitch black dark out in the middle of nowhere in Alabama. Oh no! It's <laughs> the yeah. worst part. <laughs> it was it was semi scary until he added in Alabama. Oh no! And then it then yeah. it just went. <laughs> <laughs> well, then a sound pierced through the music, a chainsaw revving. Oh boy! Out from behind the trees comes a man in a Michael Myers mask, slowly walking up and continuing to rev up his mechanized saw. <laughs> Again, thanks to me, no one else on this ride was scared. <laughs> Not a soul. <laughs> I, however, was unable to focus on what everyone else was doing because I was certain my little preteen brain was surely going to die. I screamed at the top of my lungs and kicked that kicked at the man and grabbed everyone sitting next to me trying to get behind them so that I would not get chopped in half. I was so terrified by this uh, that it wasn't fun anymore to the man or any of the kids in the, the cart. So the guy took off his mask to reveal who he actually was. It was my mom. It was no. Jesus. <laughs> It was someone harmless, I know. It was Here's who it was. It was a friend, a family friend who knew who I was and he had a heart of gold. I I instantly calmed down when I realized who it was. I was okay, but the hayride was over. I I think the adults knew that I couldn't handle it anymore. Yeah. 
and they apologized a million times to me before I left for the evening. <laughs> That's it. Hope you enjoyed it. Stephen from Alabama. Please don't tell your parents, guys. That's what they were doing. They were like, we're so sorry. We're so sorry. Please don't tell your parents. Please, There's whatever some you extra do. candy. Yeah. Don't tell your parents. Don't tell your parents that you went on this. Oh, my gosh. I the man was, in the mask was the pastor at their church. I was so... <laughs> I was so sheltered as a kid, and and this is like I this never happened to me, but I, I could live it because I would have been so terrified with anything close to this. Like, I, I, the the only scary things that would happen were on Boy Scout campouts, and we went on a hike, <laughs> yeah. and there was a small cemetery along the hike, and some guy got behind one of the tombstones and waited for us to come by and jumped out, and and I swear I think I peed my pants. I, I was so scared for the, but we continued to hike, and I was just seeing people jump out from everywhere, <laughs> even though there was nobody. And, There's nobody. And and going to the bathroom that night in the dark toward the oh to the oh, train. Yeah, no, nope. it was just terrifying. Absolutely, I'm in my sleeping bag. Terrifying because they'd always tell stories about the the serial killers and the the crazy yeah. the, the the asylums that would be in the area or that used to be in the area. You know that kind of stuff. And it just tore you to pieces. And um, that's why I think I'm such a fan of spooky movies now, because um, it's like my victory over that, you know? I don't know. But uh, that's hilarious, Stephen. I'm sorry you had to go through that, but (laughs) thank you for sharing with us, because I I really enjoyed that story a ton. We have a voicemail. It's called I'm Scary from Jeremy, and it goes like this. Hi, James. Well, all right, so I have a, an odd story. Let me set this up just a little bit. This, of course, is the Spider-Pan of Neverland, Jeremy. Hello. Oh, hey. My mother used to like to set up stuff on Halloween, and uh, she would do a lot of it last minute. She would go shopping after work or whatever and get creepy sound effects or strobe lights, you know, that kind of thing, dry ice, that type of thing. So we would really, really haunt the front of the house. By the time it was, you know, so the trick-or-treaters cool. were coming by. And there was one time she waited until the last minute to get me a Halloween costume. And she came back with uh, basically uh, an inflatable jack-o'-lantern pumpkin that I was wearing, <laughs> which was entirely embarrassing for me to go trick-or-treating at my age at the time. Uh, I was, like, getting into middle school. But a few years later on, I, I got to an age where I figured I was too old to go out trick-or-treating. So I thought, well, now my fun is going to be hanging around the house and not necessarily handing out candy, but I was going to scare the kids myself. So I thought I had this brilliant idea. I kind of dressed up in some dark clothing, had this plastic sword, and we had two vehicles in our driveway, and I ducked down into the shadows in between those two vehicles, and I would listen for kids to come down the the, uh, the road there. You know, we didn't get a whole lot of trick-or-treaters at this time. Uh, eventually, you know, we did, had less and less kids in the neighborhoods. Uh, and I think a lot of kids anymore, they go to trunk-or-treats, or they used to go to a shopping mall, a trick-or-treat. So we didn't get a ton of kids, but... I hear some kids coming along, and now, of course, I can't see them coming when they they come to make their approach, when they, they come up uh, uh, through our front yard to go up to the front door. Or I figured they would at least come around to the side of the driveway and go to the steps to go up. I, either way, I figured I was going to end up crossing their path. So I'm listening for them to come. Well, I think that, that this might have been the first kid I managed to really scare, and uh, that was the last kid I managed to scare that night. Uh-oh, I hear an approach, and I hear a mother or somebody saying, oh, yeah, go up there, get your candy. Remember, say trick-or-treat, and say thank you. 
that kind of thing. And I come charging out with my sword in the air, being scary. And it must have been like a four or three year old little kid (laughs) crying, screaming back to their mother. And I put the sword down. I says, oh, no, I'm actually very nice. And come on, come get your candy. I'm nope, sorry. Nope. Come here, just After scaring a small child, I was like, no, I'm out. I can't do this anymore. So I have never went to scare children uh, on Halloween at all anymore. In fact, we have the most friendly looking front yard now that I have a house of my own. And you'll find inflatables of Snoopy and a Stay Puft Marshmallow Man that are happily cool. friendly greeting uh, to kids coming for candy. But that's my story. And all right, I guess I have to say it. Hope it makes it on the show. Oh, oh, oh. There we go. There we go. There you did it. (laughs) I was trick-or-treating as a child one time that I remember because it was before my mom found Jesus. And I was a clown. And I had found a pirate mask. And I wanted to wear the pirate mask. And my mom let me because I was a clown pirate, I, I guess. Clown pirate. Yeah. And we went. <laughs> That's we, funny. We went to and a scary. We went to a neighbor's house, and they had an interesting door set up. You went to their front door, and it was at a right angle to the driveway. So you know, you just turn right, and there was the door. And behind you was the door to the garage. Well, I didn't think anything of it. I just went up to the door and I started doing my trick or treat thing. And suddenly, behind me, a Dracula showed up. Oh no. And I ran crying, my mask dripping off my face from my tears. It just, it was just terrible. And it was one of those cheap plastic masks with the rubber yeah, band, yeah. you know. And, yeah. And, and it's just the front of the it, face. It had part, real yeah. hair for the beard, you know, but just Ooh. sprigs of hair. And it was so right. terrifying. And I, uh, hair. I've had a thing about scaring kids ever since. Like, it's not nice <laughs> to do it. Wait, this coming from the guy who at kids camp would talk about the scary (laughs) monkey man? Hi, Brandon. Hi, Brandon. (laughs) You guys need to go back and listen to that story. Okay, so maybe, maybe I, maybe I, uh, maybe I. You repressed that memory. (laughs) I've got to get somebody back. Well, now I'm now that I'm in my old age. I just don't think it's it's nice. So you know. Yeah, Monkey Man story. Listen to it if you haven't yet. Yeah, look it up in iTunes. Oh, man. Okay, so we have a middle school drama story. It's from Dylan. Hi, James and John. I have a story about a scare that scared the living crap out of me. So here it is. Wait a minute. I didn't even read that right. Hi, James and John. I have a story for you about a scare that scared the living out of me. So here it is. I filled in words that weren't there. did. So our house has a bathroom right next to the front door, and I was taking a crap when I heard a knock at the front door. At first, I thought, oh, my sister will get it. But then I remembered she was working with my dad at our shop. Our shop is not too far from the house, like only one men. So I was just going to wait it out, but they knocked again and again. And I remembered that my sister forgot to lock the door. At this point, I was pretty scared. And then I heard the voice say, hello, is anybody there? And I said, no, bruh. But then I heard the door open and then the voice got louder and I knew they were inside. So I started to call my dad. But when he answered, I said, dad, someone's in the house with me. And it turns out it was just my sister. And they were like, no, it's me. So I said, that's just my sister. (laughs) And yeah, I actually started crying, to be honest, because of how scared I got. Thanks. Happy Halloween, Dylan. (laughs) 
That was middle school drama all the way. All the way. Let's uh, play it. Uh, um, Dang it. Uh, uh, move out of the way, stupid. Oh, thank you, middle school drama. Thank you, Dylan. We appreciate it, man. He was taking a crap and, and got scared the, the crap out of him. That's why he didn't include it in the sentence, because the crap got scared out of him. Yeah, at least he was in the right place, huh? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, we got time for one more? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Okay. All right. Well, this is a good one. It comes to us from Fred. You know when they don't put their last name or where they're from, you know it's going to be good. This yes. is Fred from everywhere. <laughs> so From behind you. This is the wide-brimmed boogeyman. Ooh. Oh, that's that felt scary coming out, did it? Did yeah, it sound scary to it you? Did. I'm a little scared. <laughs> I'm alone down here, John. Come on. Maybe I should read it while I'm breathing in. No. Uh, I can't do that. That that technique, by the way, that you taught us many years ago yeah. on how to make things sound scary uh-huh. works. It works. It makes me scared to do it, so. All right, the wide-brimmed boogeyman. Several years ago, I was on my way to Texas, and I decided to make a stop at a wildlife refuge in Louisiana in hopes of maybe photographing a bear, an alligator, a bobcat, or a longfang snail. I didn't know those lived in, in, yeah, in, in Louisiana. We have them here, Long, but I didn't know they were there. That's weird. Longfang snails. Mm. Hmm. I need to Google that. They're a problem. Are they? They, they, at least they can't chase you. <laughs> yeah, it, they're easy to get yeah. away from, but yeah. once they get you, buddy, oh, while you're sleeping. Oh, yikes. Well, for the most part, Fred says, uh, the refuge was a disappointment. <laughs> I know black bears live in the area, but I didn't see any Charmin in the woods or any other signs that one had been here recently. You get it? Because Charmin bears. <laughs> yeah. They, they squeeze it, the yeah. Charmin. yeah. I think that's a, based off of the old joke where where does a bear go? No, to the it's because Charmin has bears for for their chair people. There, yeah, yeah, their spokespeople are. But the reason oh, that the bears oh, are the spokespeople, I gotcha. Yeah, you're where right. does a bear go in the woods? And yeah. the answer is anywhere they want. Right, right. It's not a funny joke. I, I just hate them. I just want to say that that they're bears that are preoccupied with their butts. And, yeah. Um, and it disturbs me. Charmin, you should stop it. Yeah, it's kind of gross, too, because you think, you know, I don't know. It's just they're wiping. It's gross to they're me. constantly wiping. Yeah. It's like because, they're, you know, they're hairy bear butts. Yeah, it's gross. That's just, Let's yeah. go back to squeezing the Charmin. Let's do that. Let's just squeeze it. Get the guy back on the TV with the squeezing of the Charmin. Yeah, yeah. resurrect him with CGI. Yeah. Make, yeah. make it happen. Don't squeeze the Charmin. Okay. That could be spooky, too. Uh, anyways, he didn't see any bears. And in the last-ditch effort to see some sort of wildlife, I decided to take a walk on a nature trail that circled around a small lake. I was completely alone in this section of the refuge, and when I stepped out of the truck and slung on my day pack, I started to get a real uneasy feeling about the place. The trail did not take long before it came to the water's edge. The sight of spent shotgun shells all over the ground did not really bother me, but that uneasy feeling continued to grow the further I walked into the woods away from my truck. About three-quarters of a mile into the woods, I began to have the overwhelming sense that I was in danger. The underbrush was thin enough in this area that I could have easily seen any dangerous animals near me. But after about a hundred yards, I noticed something strange. 
it was quiet, real quiet. Mm. There's not the sound of birds or insects or even wind blowing through the trees as there had been earlier. And that's when I decided to listen to that voice within my head that had been telling me for the past 10 minutes that I needed to get out of there right away. <laughs> so I turned around and start to casually walk back to my truck. I keep an ear out, though, for any movements in the brush, and my eyes were constantly scanning around me. With about a quarter mile left before I was out of the woods, I looked behind me, and that's when I saw him. A man standing in the middle of the trail wearing a long brown duster coat, boots, and a wide-brim hat pulled down over half of his face. Ugh. I had no idea where he had come from, so I quickened my pace a little, yeah. but I did not panic. Yeah, I would. <laughs> that would be a, a quickened pace and a little dribble <laughs> of poop going down my pant legs. Hey, you, you smell that in this area? I just, think there's a fungus If on you're the trying tree. to kill me, just follow the trail. Yeah. Oh, my. A few yards de further down the trail, I looked back to see if he was still following me, but he was gone. Oop. My whole way back to the truck was dead silent. But as I walked across the parking lot, I could once again hear the birds singing. I had several weird experiences, quote-unquote, when hiking, but this was by far the spookiest. Ugh. I did a Google search later that evening to see if anyone else had ever reported anything unusual in that area, but I did not find anything except for this guy selling beard oil. That. No, <laughs> yeah. I, I just added that. Fred says, that's my story. Keep up the good work. Fred, there was no <laughs> stories on the internet because no one else survived. That's right. You, you were the only one. You were. It's Spooky cowboy in the middle of the woods scares people. Oh, my goodness. Well, we've got time for one more story. And then the rest of them are going to get bumped to the bonus content. But like I said, this week it's free. So you've got no excuse not to go to uh, patreon.com slash that story show. Look up episode 394. It's called Stories That Wouldn't Fit on the Show. Here's our last story for this episode. Spooky movie mayhem. I can relate to this one too. Here we go. Maybe I was trying to feel grown at 10. But I have no clue why I would want to be part of a plot to mislead my parents to allow me to see a movie outside my age range or think that I could handle Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> <laughs> That's because when parents make stuff off limits and you don't really understand why, it just generates a natural curiosity yeah. and an insatiable curiosity, especially when your friends talk about it and it's, and it's as big of a hit as Nightmare on Elm Street was back in the day. But anyway. I, yeah, I remember that. Oh. I mean, that was probably one of the first scary movies that I saw. Yeah. I, I Without my parents' permission. <laughs> I, I, as soon as I moved out of the house, I rented all of them and watched them in a row. <laughs> I couldn't tell you which movie was which. I just know that he did a lot of bad stuff and a lot of teenagers died. But anyway, still being haunted by the crucifixion scene from the Children of the Corn, the only scene <laughs> of a horror movie that I had seen prior to that point, I was in no mental or emotional state to handle the newest and scariest movie on the scene. My brother was going and beginning a life of exhortation must have outweighed any good sense I held. I demanded to accompany him to tell my father what movie he was going to see. Caving to my pressure, my 14-year-old brother relented, but we had, a for we had to formulate a plan 
to garner parental permission. Already possessing psychopathic tendencies, my brain kicked into high gear, and we decided that Cat's Eye would suffice as our decoy film and convinced my parents that I was mature enough for it. So I don't know what Cat's Eye is, but it must have been another, another movie that came out at the time. Anyway, standing in line at the theater, I was more scared that my folks would double back and discover my deception than I was of the movie itself. And then the, then the movie was worse than my spiritually sensitive mind could handle for years. So I was mm. doubly frightened and had nightmares where Freddie would tell my folks what I did and I would die from their disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, the resident nomad from North Carolina. That is classic. It's so good. You're more scared of your parents than Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Yeah, Freddy Krueger's apparently afraid of his parents, too. <laughs> I'm going to tell on you. Just, yeah, Freddy haunts his dreams by going and saying, I'm going to tell on you to your parents. I'm going to tell on you. You're going to die from disappointment. Oh, man. That is amazing. Well, thanks, everybody, for your stories. We appreciate yes. it. It was so great to have them all. Have you ever been scared of something in your entire life? Well, this was the episode to make it. But if you have any stories of any kind, whether it's true, I mean, it's got to be true and it's got to be funny, but you can send those stories, email or audio to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. And if we use your story, we owe you a sticker. Email us your address. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Review us on Apple Podcasts or, or wherever you listen to us. And join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash NLCast. Join our Discord at NLCast.com community. And thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Carrie Wright, and Christopher Tynan. Support the work we do and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash that story show. And remember when something weird or scary or weird or farty or embarrassing or painful happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed, and don't worry about Freddy Krueger. Just think, hey, this belongs on that story show. We'll see you next time. Bye! Thanks, John. Bye! But thank you, James. Yes. I was thinking maybe a... That's just weird. (laughs) (laughs) This is it forever. I will never see you again. (laughs) This is the end of the podcast forever. That's it. John is going to die. And James is going to die. No, we'll come back as ghosts and... We will talk in spooky voices. (laughs) Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.